0: joining us for today. word of the day. This morning as we're continuing through Scripture we're gonna look at Mark chapter number 8. In this chapter Jesus has been on ministry for a while. and He's beginning to get a following and a reputation in the area. He's just fed 5,000 people then a few days later he feeds 4,000 people with just a few uh, loaves of bread and some fish and he's walking with his disciples and they're passing this area that has a lot of temples to false gods set up by the Roman government there and he he asks his disciples hey who do people say that I am and they begin to say well you know some people say you're you're John the Baptist reincarnated some people say you're Elijah some people say you're another prophet And he goes well that's all well and good but who do you say that I am and Peter says, "You're the Messiah. You are the the one prophesied by God to come and redeem mankind and redeem Israel." And Jesus says, "You're you know blessed be you, Peter Barjona. Uh, you you weren't told this by man, but you re- you received this by the Holy Spirit. And I'm going to build my church on this rock." And he he talks great about Peter. And then a few verses later. He begins to explain to the disciples what's going to happen. Look what it says in verse number 31. And he began to teach them that the Son of Man might suffer many things and be rejected of the elders and the chief priests and scribes and be killed and after three days rise again. And he spake to them, saying, Openly, and Peter took him and began to rebuke him. But when he had turned about, he looked on his disciples, he rebuked Peter, saying, Get thee behind me, Satan. For thou savorest not the things that be of God, but the things that be of man. This is an incredible scene. I mean, Jesus has just basically told the disciples, Yes, I'm the Messiah. I'm the prophesied one. I'm the one that God has said would be born of a virgin. I'm the one that Isaiah said would be bruised for the iniquities of man and would be killed for the sins of man and would prophesied would rise again. And all throughout his ministry, he alluded to this truth, talking about destroy this temple and I'll build it again in three days. Uh, As Jonah was in the belly of the whale for three days, so will I be in the belly of the earth." And so he's kind of alluded to this, but now he's plainly talking to the disciples. He tells them, hey, this is what's going to happen. We're going to have to go to Jerusalem. I'm going to be betrayed by the elders and the chief priests. I'm going to be arrested. I'm going to be crucified and die. But three days later, I'm going to rise again from the dead. Now the disciples, if they knew the Bible, should have known this because this had been prophesied throughout the Old Testament. But the disciples and most of the Jews who rejected Jesus as Messiah, they thought the Messiah was going to come and set up his earthly kingdom now. They were expecting the Messiah to come not as a servant savior, but as a conquering king to overthrow the Roman oppressors, to set up his kingdom in Jerusalem. And the apostles thought that they were going to rule with him uh, in Jerusalem. They knew about the prophecy of the 12 uh, followers of the Messiah uh, leading and judging over the 12 tribes of Israel. So, they, they, hey, there's 12 of us. He's the Messiah. We're going to be the ones that are going to you know, rule and reign with Jesus when he sets up his earthly kingdom. They didn't expect him to die, even though he was going to rise again. And he told them, I'm going to rise again. They didn't expect him to die. And Peter, in just... A a bold act rebukes Jesus. Now, Now picture this scene. He has just told Jesus, You're the Messiah. You are God in the flesh. You are the one sent by God to redeem us and to rule over us. And then he begins to rebuke him. He begins to correct him. Saying, that's not what's going to happen. Peter thought he knew better than God. Peter thought he had a better plan than God. And Jesus rebukes him strongly. He doesn't just say, oh Peter, you're wrong. You don't understand. He says, Peter, you are acting like the enemy. You are acting like Satan. Because you aren't concerned about the things of God. You are more concerned about what you want. You don't want me to die because you want to rule. You don't want me to suffer because you want me to throw off your oppressors. You don't want God's will and God's plan. You want what you think is best for you. And a lot of times we're, we're like Peter. We, we know what the Bible says. We know what God says. We know that God says, He'll never leave us or forsake us. We know that God says everything works together for our good. We know that Jesus even said if we follow him we're gonna suffer persecution but we don't like it. We don't want God's will. We don't want God's plan. We want our plan. We want God to do what we want him to do because we think we know better than God and when we do that, not only are we acting like Peter, we're acting like Satan. We're acting like the enemy. We are opposing the kingdom of God. We need to set our hearts and our minds on the things of God. If we don't understand it, if we don't agree with it, if we don't like it, we still have to say, God, my plan is totally different. What I want is totally different. But you're God, you're sovereign, you're in control. So God, I don't want what I want, I want what you want. I want your will to be done, not mine. That's what Jesus prayed in the garden. Just a few, few chapters later, Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane is praying to God, and he's, he's so burdened by what he's going to have to go through that he's literally sweating blood. And I don't think he was concerned about the pain he was going to endure through the crucifixion or the humiliation. Jesus knew that as he hung on that cross. God was going to put the sins of mankind on him and pour out his wrath towards sin on Jesus. He knew that for a while he would be separated from God the Father because God wouldn't see him as his son. God would see him as a sinner and he was punishing sin as he punished Jesus. And Jesus says, God, Let the cup of your wrath pass. I don't want to go through that. I don't want to be separated from you. I don't want to have our fellowship broken even for a little bit of time. Lord, if you can, find another way. But Lord, I don't want my will. I don't want your will. His humanity didn't want to suffer. His humanity didn't want to have to go through the pain. His humanity didn't want to have to go through separation with God. But his heart for God said, Lord, that's not what I want, but it doesn't matter what I want. That is what you want. So God, not my will, but yours be done. That's the heart we need, to have our heart and our mind on the things of God. Thanks so much for joining us for our word of the day. Be sure to be back here tomorrow as we continue through scripture. Have a blessed day.